Welcome to the Old Galway Diary podcast. Each week, Tom Kenny and I, Ronnie O'Gorman, write a column in the Galway Advertiser. Before it goes to press, we contact each other and share what is filling the page that particular week. This podcast is that conversation. And I would add, we enjoy talking to you and would appreciate if you would give us a rate and review on the Apple Podcast app. Morning, Tom. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm not too bad now. I'm glad to hear Dad is improving. I hope he will be uh, with us again very shortly. Yeah, yeah. He's um, he is. He's listening away to all these, and he's looking forward to getting back when whenever that happens. Hopefully, sooner rather than later. Yeah, Lacuna J. Yeah. 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 So, how are you this week, Tom? What have you got for us? Well, this week I want to talk about an old Galway company, Frank McDonough and Company. They were wholesale and retail drapers and outfitters. They opened in Williamsgate Street 140 years ago in 1883. They described themselves in the very early advertisements as successors to M. Hennessy the house for original clad cloaks as supplied to the royal family. Now, I'm not quite sure, but Hennessy, obviously, they were some kind of outfitters and drapers as well uh, and selling original clad cloaks. I have no idea which member of the royal family was presented with one. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, Frank McDonough, they were always very heavy advertisers. Uh, For Christmas at the turn of the last century, in other words, at the end of the 1800s, they were pushing ladies' chatelaines, handkerchief bags, fur necklets at tempting prices, lace collars, ties, gloves, perfumes, cushions, tea cozies, etc. Irish poplin scarves were a speciality. I had to look up the word chatelaine, uh, and it's kind of a chain around a lady's waist that carries... You can hook keys and things like that onto it. Uh, But obviously, it was a fashion item in those days. In uh, 1903, they decided to have a very major promotion of Irish-made goods, and it's an impressive list. (coughs) Excuse me. Irish-made suits and suitings, dress and costume cloths, umbrellas and waterproofs, hats and caps, Skirts and collars, hosiery, underwear, ties in great variety, corsets and underclothing, rugs and shawls. Every single one of those Irish made. Uh, They seem to have been gradually working their way towards becoming an all-male drapery business. But anyway, in 1915, the premises was completely destroyed by fire. to the monthly fair they saw smoke coming from the second story and they raised the alarm there was a lot of praise for the police and also for the urban district fire brigade under the supervision of the town steward and at five o'clock the fire brigade uh, from Renmore barracks under the supervision of sergeant major brennan and sergeant daly of the connaught rangers They arrived with their engines and hoses, and they gave very valuable assistance in saving the adjoining premises of uh, 
Michael Costello, a butcher, and the Connacht Fruit Stores, both of which escaped without hardly any injury at all. <clears throat> uh, I can't imagine what the effect of pouring thousands of gallons of water into a drapery shop would have on yes. the stock. It seems like horrific. But anyway, um, they there was a kind of a funny advertisement in 1925 <clears throat> when, uh, well, it wasn't an advertisement. It was a report in the paper to say that the display of Wolseley underwear in Frank McDonough's was well worth seeing and a visit to their showrooms would prove very interesting. I have no idea what that means either. But anyway, <clears throat> there... Uh, there was a very fine book published about 50 years ago by Sean Rothery called The Shops of Ireland. And this was a study. He illustrated this with drawings of his own of shop fronts and facades that he thought were important in the Irish landscape, that, that were individual and different and colourful and had character. And there is only one Galway facade in that and that was Frank McDonough's. <clears throat> and the, he describes, Rothery describes in his book, how the arrival of curved plate glass in the later part of the 19th century made the most significant change in shop planning, and how this fine draper's shop was a perfectly preserved early 20th century example of the attractive stores of provincial towns. And what they had done with the facade was <clears throat> they had curved the glass. So from the street, you went past two curved corners mm. uh, and into a corridor of glass into the door, which was inside, which meant, of course, that you could window shop in the shelter. Uh, I re vaguely remember this facade, actually, and uh, it was very attractive. And many people will probably remember <clears throat> that Glynn's in William Street yes, later, yes. they had a very similar kind of a shop front that you could see almost everything in the shop in the two big windows before you got into the shop. So in this case, they, they were full of praise for it. A, so I have an illustration. I have his drawing in it uh, in the paper this week. In 1954, they bought uh, a premises in Air Square. It was occupied by Joyce Mackey and Lockheed auctioneers. And uh, McDonald's extended the back of their shop out to Air Square. <clears throat> and then in 1990, the business was over, taken over by Joe Hanley. Uh, Frank McDonough continued the business on the Air Square section until 94. But then the Ulster Bank bought them out. So I have a drawing, as I say, of the facade, which was very elegant and full of character. And I have a photograph this week of the staff of McDonald's, uh, which was taken in at the back of the shop in 1930. The photograph was taken by Bertie Simmons. So it's a very old Galway. Um, yeah. Business, if you pick up old newspapers, you will invariably find not just advertisements, but quite large advertisements from Frank McDonough and Company. And it now functions as Hanley and Company and 
I think it's an all-male um, drapery shop. I'm not sure. Maybe they do some female uh, yeah. clothing. But anyway, it's a very established, and it's actually a super shop as well, Henley's. Yeah. So that's me this week. Very good. Yeah. God, that's great. Okay. Well, that's great, Tom. Thanks very much. So, Ben, we will see your dad hopefully next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah.